Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, this mama births another book baby. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I am Elisa Keaton, and if you are popping in on this episode, we have been in a series called The Body Revelation, Six Stages for Metabolizing Your Pain. And as of tomorrow, we get to finally see this book in all the places and release it out into the world. The Body Revelation hits the shelves tomorrow. I'm a nervous wreck, so you can all pray for me. Um, Those people who are creatives or writers or anything, anytime you put your hands and mind and everything into creating something and doing the work, it's risky. And so you can all pray for me, but thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey the last six weeks of Mondays, kind of planting the seeds and doing or revving the word, which we're gonna do today. We're gonna get into it and get after the final stage of metabolizing our pain. So get your shoes on, get ready to move, get ready to Take a big breath, breathe, and get into the good world all around you with that good body. So we are just here to say yay and celebrate and give God thanks. And also to invite you tomorrow, we are gonna be having a virtual book party release. So you are welcome to come. We have sent out emails for that. If you haven't received one, head over to the website. I'm sure we'll have something there to get you over there. In the morning, we're gonna just do a fun little gathering party. We'll be live streaming it to all the places. So if you're looking for some morning company, some good company, some encouraging company, then we hope you'll tune in. And then tomorrow night, on Tuesday night, we will have a night of prayer and worship. Ryan and Nina Landis are flying in, coming in hot to just make our fools, make fools of ourselves before the Lord. We make no promises when we are together because worship, and adoring the Lord and just giving him everything, all we got, it's kind of the stuff. It's kind of the stuff we were made for. So we hope you'll join us, come on over. You can get a link for that. Swipe up on the show notes as as a matter of fact and get all the links to all the things and all the places. Just join us in this celebration time. We do believe wholeheartedly that the Lord is releasing a spirit into the earth, a grace and a mercy for those of us who could cry out and say, son of David, have mercy on us. We hurt, we ache, and it doesn't have to be. He is a healer, and sometimes healing happens in a moment, and sometimes it's a day by day. But one day, we will all be healed and whole, and there will be no aches and pains. So how do we get through this world now? We metabolize our pains. So thanks for ordering the book. Thanks for all the ways you've been involved. If you have ordered the book or pre-ordered, or if you get at it to this week and up until June 26th, then you're welcome to join me in the Summer Body Book Club. I'm gonna go through the book, train the book. You're gonna spend 30 minutes getting in your body with me, and then 30 minutes where I get to kind of teach to the concepts, teach to the bigger truths, and go after our hearts in this. If you've ever wondered, I wondered if I could ever train with Elisa. I wonder if Elisa could pour into me personally her 35 years of of health and wellness and understanding and knowing the body, but mostly pursuing God. This is your chance. I'm gonna give you all that I got and now you will have the book in your hands as of tomorrow. 
it'll all make even more sense. Hey, here's the good news too. You can go back through everything we've just done in the last six weeks and continue to build upon all that goodness that is in the book. Thanks friends for being here. Thank you for ordering. Thank you for cheering us on. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a donor. And God is good and faithful and he's worthy. We love you and we hope you enjoy today's Revving the Word, stage six of metabolizing pain. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, welcome friend. Get embodied. Get in your body right now. Put your shoes on. If your legs work, if not, get your clothes on. Hopefully we're all wearing clothes. <laughs> and start moving whatever you can move. Come on. Take a deep breath through your nose. Inhale. Exhale. Maybe round your shoulders. Move them up towards your ears, out of your ears. Shake your arms. Stir up some good energy. Come on, make a choice. That's what you're doing. You're exercising the choice to do something that will change your state of being. Friend, I'm so glad you're here. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. You are gonna move your body, so just get your body moving on a scale of one to 10 of energy, effort, and output, I want you to move towards a five. A one is eyes open, laying in bed, breathing. That counts. You're living. You got breath in your lungs. You can think, you can feel, and you can choose, even if it's just laying in bed. But you chose to get out of bed. Good choice. And now as you move your body, you're moving up towards a five. Anything five or higher is intentional movement. Moving on purpose. With a purpose, for a purpose. Now let's, let's get our body to talk to our brain right now. Ready? Lift the corners of your mouth. Uh-huh. Shake your arms out, maybe open your palms, lift your head. Lift your chin, draw your shoulders back. Move with authority. That is something we're gonna talk about today. All right, if you're listening to this live, it is Monday, June 12th, and tomorrow, friends, tomorrow the body revelation is in the world, officially available to anyone at any time. I hope you've ordered your book. We have been going through the six stages of metabolizing our pain so you can get your body revelation. Your body reveals heaven in a way that only you can. Come on, that's a reason to lift your head and take a big breath. There is nothing about your life that is a surprise to God. He's God, come on. 
Yeah. Yes, he does. Come on. This is good news. Take another deep breath. Be a five, six, maybe moving to a seven. Moderate intensity. You can feel your legs. You can feel your feet. You can feel your arms. So tomorrow is a special day. Hey, if you have ordered the book, thank you. I invite you right now. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? And you might have heard this on the intro. Anyone who orders the book, who has ordered the book, or who orders the book, between now and Monday, June 26th, you will automatically be invited to our Summer Body Book Club. That's with me, friends. For six Mondays, I'm gonna train you. Now that you will have the book in your hands, let's go. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And listen, I know some people think, oh, it's summertime. I don't wanna do the work. This is the time to read this book because this book is a book that's supposed to be done in an off season, a resting season. It isn't a try harder, strive for more, get your holy act together book. That's not what it is. This is the book for a good summer read. Come with me. Order that book. Register your receipt and you're gonna get invited for six Mondays. First 30 minutes, we're gonna get embodied together. I'm gonna help reset your nervous system in practical ways, guys. Then for 30 minutes, we're gonna talk about that stage of the book. Remember, I've just been giving you highlights here. We're gonna break it down. Now you have the book in your hands or the audiobook in your ears and the 45 movement links that go each, each chapter. There's 24 chapters in the book. Each chapter has a 20 minute, a 10 to 20 minute movement for you. So listen, you don't even have to think about your summer. <laughs> what am I gonna, how am I gonna keep my summer health going? I got you. I got you for a good six weeks. Let's work together and let's get free. So that is now available. From now, for the next two weeks, order the book, tell a friend, get in the Summer Body Book Club. I am so excited to teach my face off to you. But for now, let's be here work through this final stage of metabolizing pain. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for how you love us. Thank you for giving your body as the ultimate sacrifice for the punishment, the penalty that was on us. You took it upon you. And by your stripes, your wounds, your lashings, your rejection, we are healed. So Holy Spirit, we give you permission 
come into our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our bodies. Make yourself completely at home. Say that with me. Holy Spirit, make yourself completely at home. Move in. Take up more space, Holy Spirit. We love you, God. We don't understand everything, but we don't need to. We know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to read our teaching text for the day. So let the words wash over you. This is from Matthew 16, verses 13 through 20. It's titled, Peter Confesses Jesus as the Christ. Think in pictures as I read. Put yourself in the story. As one who is hearing this for the first time. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Come on, do you feel your breath? Uh-huh, can you lift the corners of your mouth? Can you lighten your footprint? light feet lift up engage your belly a bit come on get fully here fully loved fully known fully able all right i'm just going to call out the elephant in the room real quick some of you might be like why did he strictly charge his disciples to tell no one that he was the christ because he hadn't gone to the cross yet he hadn't died and resurrected we now live on the other side of that and we are to tell everyone we don't have to hold back we make disciples friends and can I just say this has been what getting your body revelation is for so that your life is about more than counting calories or inches on your belt stop looking at the pools stop staring at the numbers Look up 
That whole book, this whole book to metabolize your pain. See, pain gets us to hang our head. <laughs> but the kingdom says, look up. I am near, I am here. I am always with you. I am the God who saves. But that doesn't mean we just neglect our story. God is rewriting your story until it looks like his story, which is on the right side of history. Get on the right side of history. So we've been working through the stages of metabolizing pain in this final stage. I'm not gonna repeat the first five because you can go back. This stage is called taking ownership. Woo! Taking ownership. Y'all listen, in the book, I help us unravel that pain, sin, it's not our fault. It's not your fault, whatever's happened, just a generational passing down of problems and pain. So although what has happened to you and even the things you do are not your fault, it's the fault of an enemy who is the adversary, the opposer of God and his goodness. And God's not surprised by him. Right? But we can take back ownership. Accelerate towards a seven to an eight. Taking ownership. Listen, the pain might not be our fault, but we have responsibility which means we are able to respond to this situation. How will you respond? Response, ability. And that responsibility is connected to our ability to take ownership. Taking ownership first of exactly what this song is saying. Ownership. You are a child of God. Because God owns you, you are his possession. You possess all that the kingdom has, friends. Take ownership right now, come on, take ownership. Everyone, I want you to take your right hand, open it up. And I want you to see right now, the Holy Spirit, putting a key in your hand. You have access to your Father's heart because of your faith in Christ. Your body has now been bought at a price. Ownership. Take ownership. Don't lose the key. authority it's your right your right and your ability to subdue and have dominion friends we're taking back what we lost and you're gonna need a body for that you're gonna need all of you pull back 
be a good seven, six, whatever you want. So let's remember, in the beginning, in Genesis 1, the creation story, God makes us image bearers, male and female, in his image, in his likeness, he makes us, and then he commands to us, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. Come on, guys. Four things. Be good. You know how you can be good? It's just because you are good. He says, just be that. Be what I have made you. Then increase that good. Because you are good, because I have made you, because you are my workmanship, created for good works, just be that. And you're like, Lisa, this is hard for me to be that. You know why? Because you have an enemy and he makes a mess and he wants to keep you focused on the problem or the temptation. Maybe life would be better over here. Come on, come on. So we got to take back. No. We are good. Not because we are good, but because what Christ did for us, because he says, you're still good to me. I can redeem that. I can purchase that back. I can dust that off and create beauty from ashes. Move towards an eight if you want it. Come on, strong feet, wide heart, open eyes, head up. So what we gave up in the garden to a tempter, to a silver tongue, to a liar, was our ability to increase and multiply good with tension, but without pain. Friends, pain was never part of the story, but tension, yes. Any gardeners here? It's work. Work is good for us. Right now, you're doing good work, taking ownership of everything that's going on inside your inner landscape. You're pruning. You know, I want to tell you, you know, some people have take issue with the word self-care, and I get it. It's so self-focused. I want you to, you're not doing self-care. You're doing hygiene. Clean it up. Come on. When you move your body, you are cleaning out the pipes. You're literally cleaning out negative thoughts, chemicals, and emotions, and bringing in good ones. This is your body revelation. Come on, breathe bigger. Take a moment to focus on his nearness. He's 
jealous for you. Eyes of fire. He burns for you. Turn to him. Because when we turn to him, that's an act of humility. And those who can have humility gain intimacy. And authority, taking ownership, comes from intimacy. You are known. You are loved. You are able to say, this is the Christ. Pull back and be a seven. Be a nice seven, come on. All right, remember in stage four of metabolizing our pain, ridding ourselves of that which hurts us and hurts others in a healthy way, we express that, stage three. Stage four, humility. Everything changes for the person who humbles themselves before God because he lifts them up. Humility is what adopts you and puts you back into the Father's house where you have everything. All that is his is yours. You are no longer a citizen of this earth, but the kingdom, your body belongs to God. What you think about it, <laughs> isn't your business. It's now his. We're bought at a price. And in having intimacy with him, we are children of God. And now as children of God, come on. We no longer live by the standards of this world. We have an enemy who will constantly raise up a standard above and higher than God that you should care more about the way you look or you should care more that you can't keep up with the Joneses, that you should care about everything and anything but God. I told you, Satan doesn't care if you worship him. He just wants you to worship anything but God. Right, you're not a Satan worshiper but you can be giving the kingdom of darkness your investment because of what you pay attention to. Stop the poor investment. It's poverty, it's lack. Take back what was stolen. You have been bought back. Now don't lose the keys. Notice in our teaching text that it's when Peter can say who Jesus is. He's the Christ, the son of the living God. It is then that Jesus tells Simon who he is. And he's a rock. He's gonna be given the keys. He's blessed because flesh and blood has not revealed to him who Jesus is, but the Father in heaven. Everyone, your body revelation, living embodied, hosting heaven in your body. 
requires a house key. And that house key is that you know who Christ is because of who you know, nothing in this world owns you, gets the final say. Heaven is revealing itself to you all the time. Are you available? Blessed are you, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Father, reveal to us who we are and include our physicality too. Listen to what he has to say. That's a good time. Well done. Go ahead, chill for a minute. Just chill. You're doing it right. Blessed are you. Put your name right there. Flesh and blood is not revealing your reality to you, but your Father who is in heaven, right? Because Jesus is saying, who do the people say I am? And they knew what to say. Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. None of those were right, but they answered the question right. Because Jesus said, who do the people say that I am? Let me, let me rephrase this. Who do people say that your body should look like or be? What do people say? Come on, y'all. I'm sick and tired of the wasted time and the wasted money. And listen to me. When you pursue to get back what's been stolen, that you are good, that you were created for good works to fruitful and multiply, but you're gonna need to subdue and have dominion. Subduing and having dominion are war terms. And like a general in the army, you have the purple heart. Walk in your authority. Because it's in knowing that flesh and blood shuts up, it gets quieter. Your flesh doesn't get the say. Your blood report, thank you for those facts. Now I will take this to my father and I will talk to him about what needs to be revealed to me to partner with the health of heaven here on earth. Oh, I'm feeling spicy today. So when knowing that you, <laughs> you know who God is, and he's not just a rabbit's foot in your pocket or a penny for the wishing well, he is God. Take him out of the box. And when you let him out and lift him up, you are the Christ, the Son 
of the living God. You are blessed because that is nothing that this earth can reveal to you. Nobody can reveal that to you but your Father who is in heaven. And because of that, look at what happens. Watch this. You are given authority. And I tell you, Peter, on this rock, rock is a firm foundation, I will build my church. So the rock is the revelation. When we know who God is, we stand on solid ground. And when one person does that, another can do that, and another can do that, and we become living stones upon which God can build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Listen to me, we're gonna exercise our authority. Whatever's coming against you in thought, whatever tormenting thought or worry that you lift up and becomes worship, right now I want you to call it out and then say this, go back to hell. And you gotta say it with authority, go back to hell. Get out of here, get off my children, get out of my mind, get out of this house, get out. Say it like you mean it. Friends, that's subduing and taking dominion. Take ownership, take back what you lost. You have the ability to respond according to the Father's words and not the Father of lies. It's really simple, choose. Choose for yourself this day which God you will serve. Authority. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You have a key in that right hand. Keys mean you have access to hidden things. This is why Jesus says, you can bind and loosen. Take that key, unlock the things that need to be loosened and lock up those things that are defiling you or anyone else. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, listen to this. Authority. Your authority comes from knowing who God is, knowing who Christ is. And listen to me, listen to me. Knowing God is not just about knowing his word. And honestly, I think many of you don't know his word because statistically, only 11% of followers of Christ read their Bible every day. So if that's you, I want you to put a smile on your face and just with the smile say, oh, I repent, I'm coming home. And then every day just start, read the word of God. And may I encourage you, use a brick and mortar Bible. I'm telling you there's life in the turning of the pages. 
There's life in seeing the words in context to the surrounding words. I can't do that electronically. Come on. But either way, I don't care. I don't want to make this difficult. Just get the word in you. But you can know the word and still lack authority. How do we know this is true? Matthew 7, 28. When Jesus gets done speaking the Sermon on the Mount, it's like his big Super Bowl sermon. It says this. And when Jesus finished these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. You guys, come on, listen. This is not the first time they'd heard a teaching. These people knew of God. They had no, of course they did. You know why? Because life was hard back then. So they worshiped any God, every God, because they didn't know if they were gonna make it with their crops, right? We're so blessed now. We are so far from needing a God because we are over-resourced in substitute gods. So when Jesus finished the sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their scribes. Scribes, it was their job to know the scriptures. It was their job to write down the scriptures. It was their job to like every day put their nose in the text. But they couldn't teach like Jesus. Why? Because Jesus taught with authority. So what does this mean? Authority doesn't come from knowing about God or even knowing God in his scriptures. Authority comes from being known. Being known personally from our hearts and not just our heads. That you want to know God personally to understand his heart and his thoughts. Jesus could teach like one with authority because he was always with the Father. He says he only does what the Father's doing. He's that close to the Father. Authority requires first humility because you can't have authority if you don't know who God is. So first authority, you need humility. But listen to me. And that humility leads, it must lead to intimacy if you're gonna have authority. It's knowing who God is, that God tells us who we are. I read the scriptures not to know scripture, but to know the God who thought of me in eternity past, before he put a stone on the earth. He already knew me. I'm not a surprise to him. He also knew every painful, adverse moment that came against me. And he knows it for you. Don't lose the keys. Keep your ownership. Take your ownership back by recognizing who God is 
and you keep it by knowing this God personally and then he knows you back. And when we know God and we know who he says we are, we gain keys of authority. Take ownership and listen to me, don't lose the key. Your body home, it's the place where God chose to dwell. Any thought that raises itself up higher than the goodness and the standard of God needs to go to hell. <laughs> it's a lion roaming and prowling, looking to devour you. Keep ownership. Take it, keep it. Subdue and have dominion. Subdue and have dominion. Let's make Adam and Eve proud. We've learned. We know how to do this. God, we love you. I thank you for what you're doing on the earth and you're filling, you're filling bodies until they overflow with your presence. That we are yours and you are ours and we can speak and teach and touch and bring healing on the earth just as you did. God, support it according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, I'm going to see you tomorrow. We're going to unleash this message out into the earth. Thank you. Swipe up. Get the book or at least do something that says this matters. And I will see you guys in the Summer Book Club or in all the places. Let's stay free. Peace. never be more love than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more love than I am right now. Ooh. Going through a storm Yeah.